This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young lady on. I've been a fan of her work and uh, for what she stands for on Fox and elsewhere for a long time. It's Harmeet Dillon. Harmeet, how are you? Good to see you. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Joe. Now, thanks a lot for coming on. The CEO of the uh, Center for American Liberty. Go to libertycenter.org to find out more. Also, a candidate for RNC chair, which we'll get into full throated in, in a minute. But I want to start in Arizona because you've been helping out with um, with Kerry Lake and that situation since day one. In fact, on election day, I remember you actually were the one who was standing by her, saying, "We're going to see if the judge will allow us three extra hours of voting because of what happened this morning." Let's just reel it back to that. That day was such a, a complete screw-up, either either purposely or inadvertently by Maricopa County, that um, it, it's just walking away from it now would be ridiculous. Where are we right now with uh, what's happening in Arizona? Well, there are multiple lawsuits going on. My law firm did help Carrie Lake's campaign at her request really right around the election. And then after things went sideways in Maricopa County, we uh, devoted about half a dozen lawyers and gathered and information from over 100 witnesses, prepared declarations, and turned them over to her existing legal team. Separately, Abe Hamaday, the candidate for attorney general, is within the 500 or so votes, which is well within the recount margin in Arizona. So we're representing him in the recount, as well as in an election contest in Mojave County. And so today is day one of a two-day trial in Maricopa County with Kerry Lake's team. They're in court there. They're examining the witnesses there. Uh, Katie Hobbs is not uh, testifying there in person, but the election officials in Maricopa County are. And what I'm hearing from my friends in the courtroom there that, you know, the Maricopa County lawyers are making fun of expert witnesses' accents and other trivia like that. Wow. I think that whether deliberate or intentional, it's clear that Republicans were expected to vote on election day, much more so than Democrats, and there was little care taken about the election integrity. That's the best, that's the most generous interpretation that I can give is that there was little training, little care taken, poor to no testing, and absolutely no consideration for how it would look to voters to see overflowing bags of ballots lying on the floor in multiple voting centers, long lines, and, and, frankly, chaos. It was, I mean, it's unfair to the third world to call it a third world voting situation, (laughs) because in the third world, you usually do get election results the same day. And we still don't have election results out of Arizona that are trustworthy. Well, it's amazing. It's hard me, Dylan. uh, Go to libertycenter.org and also the CEO of uh, the Center for American Liberty uh, is is what her title is. When it comes to what happened that day, we all knew what election day was going to be. That was not a surprise. It didn't sneak up and, oh my God, it's election day. 
How exactly could 20% of the tabulators not work? And how exactly is it that people were waiting in line at 7 o'clock? And if you're waiting in line, the law says you get to vote, and only a fraction of those people could stay and vote. Who can wait in a line, Harmeet, for, for three and four hours to try to cast your vote? And again, as you said, we know that historically the Republicans were the ones expected to vote on that day. It just so happens everything broke that day. How do you not have enough toner in printers? It's unheard of. Yeah, it wasn't really a shortage of toner. It was the settings on the printers. So uh, the settings on the printers were not properly tested. They used a pre-printed ballot and fed that through the machine. But in a vote center model, you actually have a situation where um, they print the ballot where you are from ballot on site with the machines on site you don't get a reliable result uh, unfortunately the the cell service is cutting in and out but uh, interestingly what you just said was very understandable and i appreciate that so if the settings were wrong on the printers um those settings are set by people aren't they i mean there are people uh, is yes. this just vast incompetence or uh, could we see a scenario where somebody could deliberately go in and nefariously go in and set the settings so light that well we just don't count those votes well, I don't want to comment on that because I'm not in the courtroom to see what the evidence is unfolding over okay. there. I think the best case scenario is it's incompetence. And that's actually uh, the argument that we're making in Abe Hamaday's lawsuit is that, uh, charitably speaking, we believe it is a clearly incompetence that definitely affected the outcome of the election with, with many people. Have, I mean, it, it is intolerable to expect people to wait long hours in line to vote. But stepping back from that, I think what this election cycle has really shown us, Joe, and I know a lot of Republicans don't want to hear this, but the reality is that until we can change the laws or we can get better election officials elected in some of these, you know, corrupt slash incompetent places, we have to start voting early like the Democrats do so that we, we they cannot game us like this. It was only Republicans, for the most part, who were expected to vote on Election Day. Democrats already banked their votes. That's why Katie Hobbs didn't have to debate, because she already knew that incompetent or not debating or whatever as she was, she was going to have her votes collected because the Democrats vote for Democrats lockstep. We don't do that. We appeal emotionally. We hope people turn out and we just like licking a promise, wait and see. Nevada, it was snowing on election day. That definitely depressed the turnout of right. Republican voters on election day, did not hurt the Democrats. And I've learned the lesson until we can change those laws so that there isn't 30 days of early voting and there aren't loose requirements. We better out perform the Democrats, out-hustle them, out-spend them, out-perform them, and make sure we get our ballots in. Claim our votes on day one of voting. It's Harmy Dillon. I appreciate the time and the access. Uh, Katie Hobbs didn't debate. Katie Hobbs also didn't recuse herself. We can talk about that in a minute. But I'm hearing reports, evidentiary reports, that say that uncounted votes were somehow mixed in with counted votes and might not have been counted. Plus, we're hearing about votes maybe being counted two and three times. That's actual, that just news stories that I saw today. What's the remedy? If it turns out, let's say it is just incompetence, not nefarious, nobody did it on purpose, they're not trying to steal the vote, they just were incompetent and sucked at their jobs, and people were disenfranchised. What's the remedy? Well, the two cases are different. Different standards are being applied because one is calling incompetence, the other is calling intentional misconduct. Okay. In an intentional misconduct case, the standard is much higher. You have to prove that specific person committed misconduct, and that specific people were disenfranchised. So that's, and, and enough of them were disenfranchised 
to affect the outcome of the election. Okay, that's harder to prove with that's you know seventeen thousand vote difference on one side. That's that's a challenge. So I know that the the lawyers there have definitely got their case in hand. I'm sure I'll be interested to see how the testimony unfolds. We provided some of that evidence of individuals. Does that add up to seventeen thousand? That's the challenge. I think in Abe Hamaday's case, it's it's quite different. You have to prove that somebody was incompetent and negligent, and that could have affected the outcome of the election. You don't have to prove some of the same factors in that case. And so the court is allowing us to go to trial in that case on Friday and is also allowing us to examine ballots. So, you know, in our case, all of our claims are proceeding. In the Carrie Lake case, unfortunately, the judge, although everyone's hailing this judge as being, you know, super judge, he actually threw out, I think, some of the uh, best claims in that case. And so I'm sure those folks are going to be, you know, taking the remedies on appeal or whatever they're going to do. But uh, I believe in Carrie Lake. I think it's amazing that she's fighting. Yeah. All the establishment told her to just give up. And she's a fighter. And so I respect that a lot. We need a lot more of that fighting in our Republican Party. It's Harmy Dillon running for RNC chair. Let me ask you about Katie Hobbs not recusing. In 2018, as you know, Eric Holder, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, every uh, Democrat you could think of guilted Brian Kemp in, in Georgia to step down. And he did. He resigned before the actual general election where he beat Stacey Abrams, although she never admitted it. Um, that that worked. The only voice I heard, other than like mine and other people on the radio and things like that, and, and I'm sure you believe this as well, the only voice we really heard prominently was Carrie Lake saying that that uh, Katie Hobbs should recuse herself from being the Secretary of State who oversees elections, an election she was running in. Um, why didn't? Why aren't we as strong? And I'm not a Republican necessarily, I'm a conservative. But why aren't we on the right as strong as the left is in guilting people, in fighting as hard as they can? Eric Holder said it would be like, like LeBron James being the referee of his own basketball game. That's ridiculous. And Brian Kemp took the bait and he stepped down. Why aren't we as good at that? Well, I think it's campaign by campaign. Um, I was not involved in the campaign at an early stage. Uh, Carrie Lake has other attorneys. Yeah. And I think that there is a statute in Arizona that says that if you're running for secretary of state and you're the secretary of state, you have to recuse yourself. OK, but not if you run for, for governor, really? No sense. So that's a that's a loophole that needs to be plugged by yes. the legislature. And there is a Republican legislature there. And Katie Hobbs, if she ends up being the governor, she'll be under immense pressure to sign that. If it's if it's Carrie Lake as a governor, of course, you know, she would have signed that. Um look, it's a conundrum because like I'm a lawyer and sometimes I go into court and the judge is, let's say, married to somebody who's uh, very active in the other side of my case. Right. And you have to uh, you have to figure out, do you take a pot shot at the judge knowing that they may or may not recuse themselves and then you're on the enemies list? I think in an election, it's a little different. It would have been a pretty close call, pretty clear call. Yeah. And so, you know, what I would if I were in that situation advising a candidate in the next election, I would say go file a lawsuit. Make them recuse themselves under some ethics rule. There must be something. I, I couldn't Make agree more. Make them defend it in court. No, I, I'm with you. And, and she wouldn't show up to court anyway. She doesn't want to speak publicly at all. So and she doesn't want to testify in this. She don't want to debate at all. I think that she would have would have probably wilted like a flower and would have stepped down or would have recused herself. Nobody forced her to do that other than Carrie Lake was the loudest voice, which is strange to me. It's Harmy Dillon. Let's talk about the RNC and its failures in this election. We were outspent. The right was outspent by what? Seventy million dollars in in some of these races. 
I mean, when, when we talk about Alaska, the fact that Murkowski was getting help from McConnell tells you who McConnell is. We should have had Kelly Chewbacca. When it comes to um, Arizona, I mean, Mark Kelly was, what, $75 million and Blake Masters 7 or $10 million, something like that, yeah. and got no support whatsoever. I, I'm very happy that J.D. Vance won, although I don't think he got any support either. Harmeet, it comes off to me that Mitch McConnell and the establishment right wanted to make sure that no Trump candidates won. Therefore, they gave no support whatsoever, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. They handed over the reins of the Senate and almost lost the House to the left because the left always rallies. What the hell happened in November and, and how do we need to do it better next time? Well, we need better leaders. I'm not in the United States Senate, so I don't have a vote to replace Mitch McConnell. Right. And Mitch McConnell was good during the Trump years and even before Trump during Obama and preventing Merrick Garland from being on the Supreme Court. That would have been a disastrous pick. But yes. That, I mean, that can't be it. We should expect expect a lot more. I think this this d- disgusting omnibus bill that we're talking about right now and other uh, crazy spending and other off-topic issues that they're spending their time on and telling the American people that the most important thing on people's agendas right now is, is sending more billions to the Ukraine, where yes. you know Zelensky's wife is you know doing $40,000 shopping sprees in Paris uh, with whose money, I don't know. Right. So they're completely out of touch. It's the same theme. I think all of our Republican leaders are out of touch with the modern... Republican Party, which is not the party of the 80s when I first became a Republican when I was young. It's the party of today. President Trump brought a lot of populists into the party, and we're focusing on different issues. I I mean, I'm a lifelong Republican, but I hear it because I speak to or hear from hundreds of thousands of Americans on a weekly basis. And, And some of my fellow members of the Republican National Committee don't, and the status quo is fine for them. The status quo is fine for the country club set of the party, whether we win or lose, they're still rich. It, it doesn't affect them. Right. But that's not the right approach or the attitude. It has to be about, why are we doing this? We aren't doing this to feather our own nest or to go to cocktail parties or to get pats on the back. We want to make an America a better place. And it's, that's our duty to do so as a Republican Party. And so I feel so strongly about that duty that I'm prepared to step away from my law firm and my nonprofit for two years to help right the ship over there at the RNC. It's urgently needed. If somebody else had stepped forward to do it, I would have been happy. Yeah. But nobody is. Everybody is standing up and saying, hey, everything is fine here. What's the problem, Harmeet? What's the problem? This is all good. We won the last election. Uh, no, we didn't. No. And we didn't win in 2020 and we didn't win in 2018. We have lost, lost, lost. And I'm sick of losing. I'm with you. I'm sick of losing as well. But the problem is that you've got to rally the troops. The the left always circles the wagons, as you know. We've got Dan Crenshaw from right here in Texas who came out yesterday saying, oh, we had a couple of 25-year-olds running. Our candidates sucked. We have McConnell saying that the quality of candidates was the problem. No, it wasn't. He wasn't investing any money. And, and I truly believe he didn't want to win the Senate. i got to be honest with you, Harmeet. I don't think he wanted to win the Senate because winning the Senate would have meant that the, the Trump-backed candidates were actually valuable. To, to allege that somehow Dr. Oz, was not a better candidate than John Fetterman. Forgetting the stroke, which makes which makes him doing the job very, very difficult, he was such a radical, and the guy lied and flip-flopped all over the place. That should have been an easy win, but we simply didn't rally around the guy because Donald Trump said he's the guy. How do you how do you coalesce the right and make them stop the infighting, those who are pro-Trump, pro-Trump or those who are anti-Trump? How do you make us more like the left is when it comes to supporting our own? Well, that's a complex question, and the answer is also complex. I think that the party is way too dependent. First of all, there is a huge vacuum of leadership in the GOP at every top level. It's not just the RNC. it's, It's everybody. And secondly, we have not faced the modern reality that Democrats spend tens of millions of dollars of dark money to define our candidates in primaries, and we do not do anything about that. Right. Uh, 
we are entirely dependent on reacting to Democrats with our messaging or, you know, frankly, giving a lot of deference to, you know, Republican leaders when they make choices. And so uh, we had no voice of our own as a Republican Party as to what are the principles that we want and what do we want to see in a Republican candidate. Now, I mean, the, the knock on me is Harmeet's talking about you know, making choices in primaries. We want the voters to make choices. We're letting Democrats make choices in our primaries. We're right. letting people who aren't voting in that state make choices in the primaries. Wake up and smell the coffee. We better be doing something on candidate selection. So candidate selection, I'm not blaming the candidates, but I do think it's an issue that we're letting Democrats select the candidates. That's a problem. Number two, obviously, when we have a candidate selected, you got to stand behind them and give them the best chance possible. Yes. Mitch McConnell throwing the race for you know Blake Masters, not supporting him at all, is disgraceful. I think you are correct. He did not want any candidate. Out of, out of, out of petty, peak, and spite, he did not want anybody supported by Donald Trump to win. And that's wrong for Republicans, whether you like Trump and Trump choices or not. Any Republican is better than a Democrat in my book. And so we should have supported the candidates who were selected, even as we should have worked to make sure that we have candidates who are good fits for their district. And I think there were some vetting problems in the choices that were made. In well, I'm, with, I'm with you, but, 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 but candidate by candidate, I think you and I can both say they were head and shoulders better than the left and the left person Absolutely. won, which makes I no sense. I would have voted for those Republicans and donated to them. And I have donated to some that yeah. lost myself because any Republican is better, in my opinion. 100%. LibertyCenter.org. It's the CEO of the Center for American Liberty, Harmeet Dillon. One last question. When is the selection of the RNC chair? When does that happen? And how do you feel about it going in? Uh, the date of the election is January 27th. The voters are the 168 members of the RNC, of which I am one. So I'm trying to persuade 167 people. Right. Ronna came out after saying that she wasn't going to run for a, for a fourth term. She suddenly came on the scene with a list of 100 people who had supported her. Uh, that number is lower, in my opinion, right now. Since I entered the race, I've got picked up a lot of her support. Good. I picked up a lot of the uncommitted support, and the support is turning my way. Just this morning, the Florida GOP was was pressured into calling a vote on this issue by a petition from a member of the Florida GOP, and now candidates for chair of the GOP are taking sides on this issue. One has endorsed me this morning, and uh, so yes, it is important that the political elite in our country, of which I, you know, I represent members of the, of my California state, they must listen to the grassroots. We are meaningless without them. And our party needs to get way more in touch with the grassroots and not have the contempt for them that I've seen some members utter in this race. It's really unfortunate. I hope you win. You're right for the party. It is time now for change and to support the people that are actually trying to get out there and win on the right and not turn your back because you feel like it. I think that's very, very odd. It's a Harmy Dillon. Go to uh, go to LibertyCenter.org. Follow her everywhere on social media. I appreciate you making time. Happy holidays to you. Glad to meet you face to face. And let's talk again, okay? Yes, Merry Christmas, Joe. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. I appreciate you stopping by. Thanks a lot for making it happen. You can follow Harmeet Dillon, P-N-J-A-B-A-N, on uh, 
on Twitter. Just put in Harmeet and it comes up. All right. Uh, glad to have you here. Stop by JoePags.com. Follow all the social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. You can also do Getter. All those, the Facebook, Instagram, uh, Getter, and um, and Twitter are all Joe Talk Show. Joe Pags on Truth and on MeWe. Another big hour coming your way. Do not touch that dial. Ted Poe joins us next hour. He is fighting mad about what's happening at the border and with his omnibus bill. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pags Show.